Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Father, we seek you, O oh God. We come seeking your face today. We come before your throne, O oh God, in the throne room, O oh God. We present ourselves to you, O oh God. Once again, O oh God, we're asking, Lord God, for your grace and your mercy. Father God, as we begin to come into this time of prayer and hearing your word, God, we ask that you open up our understanding, O oh God, that as we leave this prayer call today, God, we will leave with information and revelation, O oh God, 
that we can apply to our lives, so God, that will be pleasing in your sight. Father, we ask you right now, Lord God, because your word says if we ask anything in the name of Jesus Christ, that you will do it. We're asking you right now, Father God, to answer those prayers, oh God, that are going up at this time. Father, those right now that are presenting their problems before you, there are those that are on this call right now, God, that are crying out, God, for your grace and your mercy to be upon them. There are those, oh God, that have situations, oh God, that are locked up. We ask for you to unlock, God, everything, oh God, that needs to be loosed in our favor, oh God. But we thank you today, oh God, for this supernatural healing power on this call today. Father, there is nobody like you. We trust you and honor you today, oh God, for the great and mighty things that you're going to do in our lives. Father, we thank you for this miracle time of prayer. We thank you for the supernatural breakthrough that we're going to experience on this call, God. We thank you for your rainbow word. Your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathway. Enlighten us, O oh God, as we delight ourselves in you. And you said you will give us the desires of our hearts. Father, today, O oh God, we trust you today that today you will protect us. You will lead and guide us, O oh God, that we will not stumble and we will not fall. Hold us upright with your right hand, God, and continue to purge us with kids, O oh God, that we may be whiter than snow. Father, forgive those, O oh God, that have done evil in your sight. We come repenting. We come confessing our sins. We come today, O oh God, asking you to wash us whiter than snow. We present our families before you. We give you our minds today, O oh God. We give you our hearts today, O oh God. And we're crying out because we want to be more like you. Father, we're thanking you right now, Father God, for every trial that we're going through. Help us to pass our test today. We seek you and trust you, O oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we do pray. Amen and praise God. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning. Amen. Praise God. Praise God, I'm so thankful that you are here with us on this blessed morning, on this blessed evening, on this blessed night. Amen. I realize that we have people on this call from all around the world, so it's not all the time morning when we get on the call. There are people from other countries, amen, that are calling in, and it is almost nighttime there. So we, we just say hello and blessings to everybody. Thank you for joining us. This is the message of Christ's church. Amen. And I am Sylvia Staples. I'm going to be your host for today. Amen. Praise God. So I greet you in the holy name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. I am delighted. Amen. Praise God for um, this opportunity to speak the word of God. Amen. Over your life today. You know, I just have a crazy faith. <laughs> Glory to God. I just have a crazy faith that I just believe that even the time that we're going to be on this broadcast today, that something amazing is going to happen. Right as you are on this call. Amen. Praise God. You're going to, you're going to get a text message. Amen. Praise God of a good report. I, I just believe that. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That. Um, some supernatural, just out-of-the-box 
things are going to happen, some favor, amen, glory to God, is going to locate you at the time that we are on this call, amen, praise God. So you never, you never neglect the fact to get in God's, uh, the opportunity to get in God's presence. You know, every time there's an opportunity to get in his presence, you need to be so hungry and so thirsty to get in his presence because you never know what God is going to do. I don't want to miss any opportunity of just being at the feet of God. Amen. Praise God. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank everybody for sharing this broadcast. Those of you that are so faithful in sharing the broadcast. You know, I love when you don't have to ask people to do something. They just do it because they're being blessed and because they know, amen, praise God, that God is so amazing that they want other people to hear and experience the power of God. So I don't even have to ask them. They just go ahead and share the broadcast each and every day that they get on the broadcast. They are just inviting someone. So I thank God for those that are just in the place where they want to share the gospel. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So, amen. We want to invite you to come back and join us Monday through Friday. We are right here on this broadcast at 6 a.m. Central Standard Time. Amen. Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. And also we are here for a Miracle Monday. Miracle Monday is every Monday at 7 o'clock p.m. For those of you that um, are expecting a miracle, then we, we want to touch and agree with you on our Miracle Monday at 7 o'clock p.m. every Monday. So come on back. Amen. Praise God. And join us. Amen. Monday at 7 o'clock p.m. Amen. Praise God. Um, also, every Sunday, every Sunday at 8 o'clock a.m., we're here on our Sunday Bible study. Amen. And we invite you to dial back into this very same broadcast and join us on our scheduled broadcast times. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So now let's get back into our topic um, for the month of January. Amen. All this month we're going to be talking about the incredible God that we serve. Amen? We want to be talking about this incredible season that we are in. How many believe that we, we believe that we are in an incredible season? Amen? Praise God. Yes, we are in an incredible season where God is going to do some incredible things. Amen? Praise God. So um, I want you to prepare yourself, amen, for what God is getting ready to do. Um, Don't be weary in your well-doing. Don't get discouraged. Don't lose heart. The Bible says in the book of Romans that all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord. Amen. Those that are called. Amen. To the purpose of God. Amen. Praise God. So don't get weary in your well-doing. Amen. Praise God. And just continue to trust God 
Amen. Praise God. In this season. Amen. Praise God. So let's get ready. Amen. Let's get ready. Amen. Praise God to get into our topic. Amen. For today. Amen. For this month. Amen. Praise God. Um, I am super excited about what God is doing and how God is, is showing himself so strong and so powerful. Amen. In this season. Amen. Praise God. So uh, before I get into my my scripture for this month, um, I want to invite you out to a service that is going to be so phenomenal. I'm telling you, you need to come out to this service because God is definitely going to move in a powerful way. Um, I am going to be the guest speaker for Apostle and Pastor Maddie Simpkins. Amen. Praise God. And I want you to come out, amen, on the fourth Friday of this month of January. The fourth Friday of January at 7 o'clock p.m. Amen. I need you to please mark your calendars for that. I know some of you hang up before we do announcements, which, you know, you're going to miss a lot of things hanging up. Amen. Praise God. Because one day, I'm telling you, and I'm getting you ready, one day, God is going to allow me to bless somebody with something big on this broadcast. And I'm going to do it at the end of the broadcast. And everybody that hangs up, guess what? You're going to miss a great opportunity one of these days. God is doing something on this ministry. Don't be surprised what we are going to be able to bless you with on this ministry. So I'm telling you, I don't know when it's going to happen, but I know that God is going to give me something awesome and big to bless the body of Christ with, and I'm going to do it one day on this broadcast. For those of you that like to hang up because you think it's over, amen. But those of you that hold on to the end, one day you're going to get an opportunity to be blessed on this broadcast. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. I'm not saying that to drive anybody, but I'm just saying you need to wait. See, you need to finish. You need to finish things is what I'm saying to you. Sometimes the blessing comes at the end when you think it's, when you think it's over. And just as when you walk away, that's the time that God releases something, and it drops right in the place where you were standing, but you have already walked away. So I'm trying to teach you to wait until things are over before you hang up or walk out or leave. God has an ending to things. And so you need to get all of what God has. Sometimes we like to, we like to say what, what, is, what is necessary and what is not Sometimes we get on and we don't like to hear the beginning because we know it's just going to be, it's just going to be some announcements and some prayers. So I'm going to get on in the, at the time where I think the word is just starting. That's how people do in church. They, they don't come for the praise and the worship. They get there just in time to hear the word. Everything that is done, amen, in our ministries, from the time we open up those doors, 
From the time we open those doors and we are rearranging the furniture and cleaning up and getting the house of God ready, it is important. Amen. Praise God. And the time that we leave the house of God, from the time that we put the locks on the door, we chain the door up and lock the door, it is so important. Amen. I'm just trying to help somebody because I feel like I feel like there are some people that keep running. Amen. Praise God. Um, out of some places. Amen. Praise God and not finishing some things. Amen. Glory to God. So listen, stay on the end of the broadcast so that you can hear all the announcements. Amen. Praise God. And and even if we don't give away anything to bless you with, God's going to bless you because you finished. Amen. Praise God. I, I don't know who I'm talking to or why I had to say that, but Somebody is discouraged because they finished something, but they don't see the results that they thought they were going to see. Don't get weary. If you, amen, praise God, follow the, what God told you to do, don't get upset because you don't see what you want to see right away. There is a timing for God to give you what he promised you. Wait on it. It's coming. Be of good cheer. It's coming. I needed to say that to somebody. So I need you to meet me on the fourth, the fourth Friday of this month. Amen. Praise God. That will be January the 26th, January the 26th. And the address will be 1405 North Luna Avenue in Chicago, Illinois, 60651. 1405 North Luna Avenue in Chicago, Illinois, 60651. Now I'm going to ask you to enter in on the side of the building. Enter through the rear door, amen, on the side of the building. Don't go to the front doors. Go to the side of the building and come through the back door. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Now we got that out of of the way. Amen. Praise God. Let's, Let's begin to look at our scripture. We had a scripture, amen, praise God, that we started with, and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and uh, we're going to read that scripture again, and plus we're going to add a new scripture, amen, praise God. And then we're going to get into our work, amen, praise God. So our scripture that we have started off with, amen, is coming from Zechariah 4 and 6, amen. We're talking about the amazing season that we are in and the amazing things that God's getting ready to do. Amen. So let's start with Zechariah 4 and 6. And then we're going to go over to Joshua, the sixth chapter, verses 1 and 5. So uh, let's quickly, because we're going to go ahead and do a little reading here. So I want to have time to kind of elaborate on what God is saying to us in this amazing month. Amen. Of our new beginnings. Amen. Praise God. Um, so, Zechariah 46 says, Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Amen. Now let's go over to Joshua, the sixth chapter. Verses 1 through 5. That's Joshua, the sixth chapter, verses 1 through 
five. Amen. And it reads, now the gates of Jericho were securely barred because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. Then the Lord said to Joshua, see, I have delivered Jericho into your hands along with its kings and its fighting men. March around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for six days. Have seven priests carry trumpets and rams, horns in front of the ark. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets. When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, have the whole army give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse and the army will go up everyone straight in. Amen. Wow. Praise God. I just read to you Joshua the sixth chapter, uh, verses one through five, and before that I read to you um Zechariah four and six. We are in a incredible season where amazing things are getting ready to happen. And it's not going to happen by your might or your power, but it's going to happen by the Spirit of the Lord, said the Lord of hosts. Wow. So what I want to say to you about this amazing season that we are in is that you're going to have to trust God by faith. You cannot lean to your own understanding as you are moving into this awesome, incredible season. You're going to have to trust God. You're going to have to walk in obedience and by faith. You're not going to understand what and where God is leading you to in this season. So I see even right now that there are a lot of confused people. See, we've crossed over into a new year. And so some people have this illusion that when a new year comes in, that things just automatically begin to change in their lives. So when the clock strikes midnight, when you cross over into into a new year, there are people that are literally thinking that things that and the problems and troubles that they had are just going to vanish away. Amen? And so now people are just standing in a place of awe. You know, they are just in a place of just confused because Some people, when they crossed over, were hit with some devastating things. 
So when they did not see what they were building themselves up to see, there are some people that got highly discouraged. But I keep hearing God say, and I'm going to say it to you again. I hear the Lord saying, I will do a new thing that all the ears that hear it shall tingle. First Samuel 3 and 11. It blew my mind when I found that scripture. Because normally we read the scripture in Isaiah that says, Behold, I'm going to do a new thing. But then I ran across this, and this is like a living translation um, interpretation of First Samuel 3 and 11, where it says, say, I will do a new thing that all ears that hear it shall tingle. So you know where I'm going with this this morning when I woke up and my ears were just, I was just rubbing my ears, and they were just, they were just itching, and, and I was just pulling them, and, you know, Wow, I was like, what is going on with my ears? And God says, I'm tingling your ears because the people are losing their hearing. They crossed over, but they can't hear me. So what he had me to do was he said, get your anointed oil and put your finger in one ear and begin to blow. And when I did that, it unstopped the other ear. He said, now put your finger in your other ear and begin to blow. And I did that, and it unstopped both of my ears. And he says, now the people can hear me. He says, so now when you get on the 6 a.m. broadcast, I want you to say to them this scripture, I will do a new thing that all ears that hear it shall tingle. So right now your ears shall be tingling because God has been speaking to you. Everything that you couldn't hear now is just coming to your ears. And so you're going to hear a whole lot of stuff now. You're going to hear a whole lot of confirmation now. You're going to hear a whole lot of revelation. You're going to hear it. Things are just going to be coming to your ears one after the other, one after the other, one after the other. You're going to hear the voice of God just bringing to you what was clogged up, where you, what you couldn't hear. You're going to begin to hear. My, my God. So if you want to know what God is doing, he's definitely doing something new. And he's been giving you information, but your ears became clogged clogged up. It's something about the higher you go in the atmosphere, even in flying, even when you go up around mountains, any elevation, my, 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 somebody needs to hear me. Anytime you go higher, you can expect the gravity trying to, first of all, push you back down. But when it can't push you back down, it begins to plug up your ears because the higher you go, the thicker the atmosphere gets. Glory to God. And so that's an indication. When you can't hear God, it's an indication that you've gotten to an altitude of height. 
an altitude of elevation, an altitude of being raised up, an altitude where you are now on top and you are up now into the high place. Oh, God. I tell you, when God gave me that thing, he said the reason why the people's ears are so plugged up because they need to understand that altitude brings bring on a a atmosphere that is so thick that it clogs up the ears. Ah. Glory to God. So, so my God. So your ears feel like sometimes they are plugged up. Just know this. Because you're out because you're in a new altitude now. You've gone higher. And so now God says, I need to pop your ears open. Amen. Praise God. So that you this see when you go higher, even those of you that fly a lot or Maybe you don't fly a lot, but if you've flown before, you experience your ears getting uh, clogged, and you have to kind of pop them open, amen, or they start popping. Because when you when you begin to travel, the higher that plane goes, the more pressure begins to come and plug up your ears. And so the higher that you go in God, the more the enemy tries to come and plug up your ears that you don't hear. My God, somebody needs to get excited. Amen. Praise God. So uh, a lot of you are having ear problems in the natural right now, but a lot of you are having ear problems right now in the spirit land. Amen. It is all because your altitude has changed in this season that's so amazing. So when you change so rapidly, some of you change rapidly. Glory to God. And so that's why your ears are popping right now. Um, see, uh, the low atmosphere of pressure, when you're closer to the earth, amen, praise God, you don't experience, amen, praise God, popping of the ears. But when you begin to go higher, and that even when you're riding in an elevator, if you go higher, those of you that have elevators that go up to the 60th floor and the 100th floor, you're going to experience your ears beginning to uh, pop, amen, and become blocked up because you're changing altitudes, amen, praise God. And that's why some of you are having um, problems with your nostrils and and, and um, you're calling it sinus attacks, but it is not a sinus. It's a spiritual, it's a spiritual attack from the enemy that is trying to um, close up your um, passageways where God is speaking to you through. Mm, my God. So some of you are feeling pressure that is building up. Your ears have been blocked. But I pray right now in the name of Jesus that your ears are supernaturally and every decongestant um, that caused you to be stopped up because of the altitude that you have went to in the spirit realm will be broken now in Jesus' name. My God, my God. I don't even know, you know, 
that was not even something that I wrote down in my notes today when I was uh, praying this morning and I was getting my message together. That I'm telling you, that was something supernatural that just God just added on to what um, I was already going to say. But that's what's happening in the supernatural season. Ears are being clogged up because, see, faith, faith comes by what? Hearing. And hearing what? Hearing of the word of God. The enemy doesn't want you to hear the word of God. As a matter of fact, he only wants to keep you attached to places where you are hearing not the whole truth but half the truth or just hearing none of the truth. And so the minute you start to hear a word that is going to elevate you and you start beginning to start to go higher, something starts happening with your hearing. You all of a sudden can't hear God anymore. You all of a sudden are confused. Now you've crossed over. You heard God say, go this way. You heard God say, do this. You walked through the right door that God told you to walk through. And now all of a sudden you're in the place where God wants you to be and you can't hear him anymore. Glory to God. And so supernaturally, I, I decree and I pray over you that your supernatural spiritual ears will become unlocked spiritually and naturally. But you begin to hear popping of your ears opening in the spirit band. Amen. Praise God. So um, we read we read um, about Joshua here in Joshua 6. And I'm just going to elaborate on that just a little bit here. Um, we're going to be talking about this for the next two Mondays that I'm going to be here on the broadcast with you. Um, listen. This, this is what's happening here. And um, we all know the story, or maybe if you don't know the story, I'm going to just kind of tell the story as I go on about the children of Israel and how they had to walk around the Jericho Wall a number of times, and uh, then they needed to make a loud shout, and the walls fell. Amen? Praise God. So, um this is an amazing season where your shout, your praise is going to bring walls down. Um, when you crossed over, let me start right there. When you crossed over, um, you immediately encountered some walls. Amen? Um Let me just back up. The children of Israel, um, after 40 long years, they had finally reached their new beginning. They finally got to the place where they were getting ready to claim the promised land. I'm not talking to anybody right now. Uh, This year is the year that you finally are getting ready to take ownership of what God has promised you. So the first thing that you are facing right now is a Jericho wall. Uh, This Jericho wall was a very large wall. Um, The Bible says that it was about 20 feet tall and 6 feet wide. Man, if you can just picture a wall that is 20 feet tall. Man, 
and six feet wide. Um, so these walls separated the people from coming in or going out of the city. And the children of Israel, as they came out of a place of being in bondage and finally they had gotten their deliverance, like some of you, finally you have gotten your deliverance. And so now you, at the end of the year, you felt free. So now you crossed over into a new year and you yet see that there is something before you. There is still something before you. There is something behind you that you left behind, but now there is something before you. Glory to God. Uh, Remember, this is the beginning of the process of you getting to the promised land. So before the children of Israel can go into the promised land, Jericho had to be defeated. My God, Jesus. So some of you are looking at a wall, a Jericho wall. Jericho wall is something that needs to be defeated in your life. Things that look impossible. Um, It looks like you're not going to be able to do it. Just like the children of Israel when they looked at this wall. But how many know that? That's why you need to get your ears unclogged because God has a plan for the wall that you are looking at. You are going to get the promise. The wall will not stop you. Jericho wall can be defeated. So this wall was surrounded, surrounding the city, and it had to come down. There is something in your life that has and must come down. It must come down. You cannot continue to look at it another day. You see, the children of Israel could not get in. They couldn't get into the city. Some of you need to be able to get into where God has what God has given to you so that you can get your blessing. So you need to tear down this wall. So some of you are just standing right there looking at a wall. You're trying to figure out, now how am I going to get past this? You're going to tear down the wall that you're seeing, and you're going to get to the place that God has for you. Some of you might be looking at a wall of sin. There is a sin in your life that you cannot continue to do. And unless you stop that sin, that wall is going to stay there. Some of you have a wall of sin that you need to repent of and let it go. Because it will it will stop you from getting into the city. 
into the place where God God has uh, prepared for you. Some of you have have uh, some old hurt that has that has become bitter. Amen. And it's standing between you, and, you know, and God. And so it, 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 you need to get over the bitterness and the hurt so that the wall will fall down. Some, some of you have a wall of this coldness. You are cold right now. Uh, the fire of God has left you. you you're cold. And you're supposed to be hot. Ask God to breathe upon you again. Maybe you need to continue the fast because the fast gave you the fire that you needed. Don't get rid of what fire what caused you to have fire. Continue on. I'm still fasting. I didn't stop at the end of my fast. I'm still fasting. I need more than what somebody's telling me to do. Even though I said this is the end of my fast, I knew that I needed more. I needed to take the fast beyond. I heard the voice of God. The enemy tried to plug up my ears because we're going higher. But I heard God say, stay on the fast because that's going to continue to give you the fire that you need as you go higher. Some people have gotten cold even at the beginning of this year, and you need God to breathe upon you again so that that wall between you and God, so now you've got a wall between you and God because God is a God that's on fire, and he wants to breathe fire down upon you, so break the wall so you can feel the fire of God upon you again. Some of us have a wall of just bad attitudes. we got a bad attitude. We have unforgiving spirit. We have pride and we're angry at God because of something that we thought God should have done. There are some things that hit me on this year that I never thought in a million years that would hit me, that would come my way. Will I get angry with God? No, I will not. Glory to God. When I begin to get a bad attitude and say that God can't do it, no, I will not. Just because it didn't happen for me does not mean that God can't do it. Sometimes God will test our faith to see if he doesn't give us things right away, if we're going to turn our backs on him. So somebody right now, you you have an unforgiving spirit. You have a spirit of anger. And God said that has built a wall that you can't you can't get to what I have for you. Oh God. So so whatever's standing before you and God today, Amen, it needs to come down. It definitely needs to come down so that you can begin to get to the place, to the promised land that God has for you. Amen. Praise God. So this incredible season that we are in. What I see in this season is that the enemy um, wants to contain you and block you. In other words, the enemy wants to put you in a box. 
You made it over your crossroads, but now the enemy wants to box you in. <laughs> Amen. He wants to box, box you in. And so what we need to do is we need to, what we're going to talk a little bit about today is breaking down the walls of containment. You will not be contained. You will not be put in a box. You will not put be put in a place where you cannot move. You will not be put in a place where you cannot hear God and you cannot feel his presence. Every wall that tries to block you in and tries to stop you from uh, flowing in the spirit and moving in the spirit, it must be broken now in the name of Jesus. So the Bible says that God is our peace. And there will be nothing that will separate us from God, no wall. Nothing that will separate us from what God's trying to develop in us. My God, in the name of Jesus. So containment, containment, containment. This is what we want to look at today, the word containment. Containment. Um, The enemy wants to contain you in a certain mind. He wants to contain you in a certain land or territory. He doesn't want you to move outside of where you are. He wants to contain you to the same job, the same working environment. He wants to contain you, amen, into the same drama in your life, in your marriage, amen, in your home. He wants to contain you in a place where uh, you are not free. The word contained means to keep something within a certain limit. And so this is the season where God is saying, this is a season where you will have no limitations. So anything that's trying to keep you in a certain parameter or certain uh, box being four by four will be broken. But God is saying, you will not be contained in this season. You will not be in a place where you will not be able to move and have your being because you do that by the will of God. So containment. Containment means that you cannot be free. Some of you, amen, are just not free. You crossed over, but immediately the enemy paralyzed you. It stopped you. From, from hearing from God. Amen? Your freedom. So now you're behind the wall and your promise is on the other side of the wall. And somebody determined to break down that containment. I believe that God has enlarged your territory and God wants to break down the walls of containment in your life. So here are some of the things that I wrote down about what I saw in the spirit that the people were being contained to. I saw the wall of containment in several areas. And I want you to write these things down and begin to pray over these things. Fast and play. Hear the voice of God. 
and let God lead you. This is a season where you're going to have to hear God speaking to you concerning what to do and when to do it. Fasting and praying. Should not stop. Is the source of your fire. You're going to have to push yourself into fasting and praying because without fire, glory to God, you will not be able to move forward and break down the wall. So containment. The first containment that I see is that there is a containment of addiction. Now, addiction could be anywhere from drug addiction to sexual addiction. Addiction can be food addiction. Addiction could be a control addiction. Addiction, somebody is addicted and it has become a wall. You can be addicted to people, certain people. You can't do anything without these people. You're addicted to them. So the first, there are, there are so many addictions that need to be broken. Certain people are addicted to their jobs. There are certain people that are addicted to relationships that are not good for them. So this addiction has become a wall, and you're not moving. You crossed over, but uh, there was a, a containment that is causing you not to see anymore. A wall goes up, and you can't see, and neither can you hear. My God, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. You know, I feel the holy power of God. Amen. I feel the holy power of God upon somebody right now when I spoke. Amen. Praise God. Uh, the word addiction. Somebody has a family addiction that needs to be broken. And it has become very aggressive in your family. You're seeing this addiction in family members. And this is a season where that wall must come down. There are so many people addicted to alcohol, tobacco. Um, my God, there's all kinds of drugs out there, cocaine, cannabis, marijuana, amphetamines, uh, there are people that are addicted to just hallucination. People are just addicted to lying. Angel dust. All kind of addictions. Sleeping pills. Medication addictions. As I mentioned before, um, health, uh, 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 food, eating, pornography. There are some people that are addicted to the internet, addictions. There are some people that are addicted to working. There are some people, it's sad to say this, but there are some people that are addicted to pain. 
Glory be to God. There are some people that are addicted to shopping. So there are a lot of addictions that I can go on and on and on about, but I want you just to pray, and I want you to ask God to show you every addiction in your family lineage, every addiction that is around you, every addiction that is in your home, every addiction that uh, involves anybody that you know of, and you pray against it because that's a wall that has went up. And you can't hear God through the wall. It has blocked your hearing. And so without hearing the word of God, you will not have faith. Without faith, you'll begin to fall. Come on, somebody. So another another um, containment is, and I just kind of mentioned this, so this is the second containment. The second contain, containment is open wounds, pain, and trauma. There are some of you that are looking at a wall right now of being wounded. You're looking at a wall of pain and trauma. You have a consistent pattern in your life of pain. You got over one pain, and then you saw another pain in your life. The enemy's trying to traumatize you in this season where you just become delusional and uh, lose your insanity and uh, just your focus become way off. This, this wound, my God, the wound that I'm looking at, people are so wounded and have been wounded. It, has, it is a cycle. It is a generational pattern of somebody's life of pain. Your family has been full of pain year after year after year. You have seen your mama in pain. You have seen your daddy go through pain. You have seen your grandparents go through pain. You have seen your aunts and uncles go through pain. This wall has been in your family for years, but I am here to tell you today that this will not be a wall that you will continue to build. You will not put another block up there of pain. You will not put another block on that wall of being wounded. You will not put another block up on that wall of trauma. The wall is going to fall down today. Glory to God. And you will not continue to add on to any drama or any wounds or any pain or any trauma. You will not continue to walk around here traumatized where you can't think straight. Some of you are so wounded right now. It's just like somebody's pouring salt upon your wound and you are just in excruciating pain because you went out. But the pain is so severe, you can't move. So that's the second containment, wounds, wounded hearts, wounded hearts. Now you're looking and you're seeing it in your daughters and your sons. So you must get to the place where you march around that wall and shout. And the wall must come down. You must hear God. You must hear God in this season. You must be free of wounds. The enemy knows what hurts you. So he keeps setting you up for hurtful with hurtful people. 
and hurtful situations. But you got to decree and declare that this will be the season that I will not be wounded again. I will not cause another pain to take me down, but I will control the pain. I will not continue to take pain medication because the, the doctor has said that you are bipolar. I decree right now that that will be reversed. That will not be something that will continue to haunt you and follow you in your records. Your records will be clear. That will be taken out of your records. Bipolar will not be something that will be, amen, a part of your life. Schizophrenia. It will not be a part of your life. Glory be to God. I feel a new freedom upon somebody. Don't allow your family to contain you and continue to wound you. There are a lot of families that are hurting family members. A lot of people being hurt by their children. They're being traumatized. And a wall is up right now. Your family is broken, but I decree right now, today, I just have supernatural crazy faith that that wall is going to fall down and you no longer are going to have the trauma the trauma and the pain and the wounds in your life from your family or from your friends or from bad relationships. By God, in the name of Jesus. <sighs> Number three. Number three. Oh, my Jesus. I just got to take a moment and lift my hands and say thank you, Jesus, that the wall is broken. The wall of containment of wounds and pain and trauma. In other words, what the enemy meant for evil over your life and trying to contain you in a place of being wounded constantly. I take the target off of your back. You're no longer going to be a target for people to continue to shoot. All callers are unmuted. Lord Jesus. No. No, I take it off of your back right now. And right now the enemy will be so confused in trying to locate you. All callers are muted. To locate you with the promises of God. And you will no longer be wounded, but you will become wealthy. My God, in the name of Jesus. Number three. I saw in the spirit that there was a wall of cycles cycles, just repeating things that were wrong, just just doing stuff just to get by in the day, things that are not allowing you to prosper, but they're pulling you down. Sometimes we do things because we want people to see us as godly men and women, and if we don't do it, we feel like they're going to mislabel us. Well, let me tell you something. You're not going to be able to please everybody. So stop doing things that God is telling you not to do for people. There are some things that God is saying that you are not supposed to be doing that is keeping you in a, a vicious cycle of being tormented again. 
There are some containment cycles that are stopping the flow of God because you're doing it because it's a good thing, but it's not a God thing. It might be good to do some things, and it might be a good gesture to do some things, but there are some things that God is saying that he doesn't want you to do with this season. He has a new pathway that he's taking you down. And this is a season where you're going to be served because you have served. This is a season that people are going to give to you because you have given. And so God said, if you continue to do the things that you're doing, you're not going to reach the place where people are going to give unto you and you're going to be able to see the wall fall down. Behind that wall are people that have their hands out ready to bless you. I believe it. So some of us have cycles of just repeating things in our lives. We get out of one bad relationship and we get into another bad relationship with a different person, but the same spirit. Amen. We leave one ministry and then we get into another ministry that is worse than where we just left because it's a cycle of not completing things. We run here, we run there. We don't complete. We have a lot of things that we continue to do that we were taught to do, and now the season for that is over. God now wants to show you a new way to do this, what he's trying to get you to do. Some of us are running in a cycle away from what God called us to do in ministry. We're still doing what we want to do, and we still keep saying that I'm waiting on God. I ain't going to move until God say move. God's already told you to do something, but you still refuse to do it, and you still keep going around in this cycle, and that's why you keep on ending up with what you have and who you have because you never step out of the cycle. You never step out of the circle and begin to do that thing that is outside of the box. The thing that people say you will never do it, you are not called to do, but God says that you are. Amen. Containment cycles. Containment cycles. A warning to do something, but never getting up to do it. Like the man that lay beside the pool for a number of years. We always have an excuse as to why we don't do something. But this is a season of no excuse. God says no excuse is going to be acceptable because I've given you the promised land. God says you need to get up and you need to fight. You need to get up and you need to take territory. You need to get up and you need to break the cycle of what your mama walked through and what your daddy walked through. You need to break the cycle, amen, praise God, of what your children are trying to walk in. Break it. Don't be contained to just doing something, just to get by in the day. At the end of the day, you should have more than what you started off with. You should have, amen, praise God, a better outlook. You should have more uh, recovery of what God has given you. What cycle do you need to break? Is it it the cycle of eating and eating and eating the wrong things? 
and yet you still continue to deteriorate in your body because you refuse to stop the cycle of eating the wrong things and causing your health to be bad, but yet you want God to heal you, but you don't want to give up what God is saying to give up? Is it the cycle of wanting to be loved and so you continue to just uh, believe whoever says that they love you and you allow them to enter into your heart and you open up your heart time after time to the wrong people? Is it that you're just tired of getting the same case or you just choose any job just because it was offered to you? The cycle of just wanting something in your bank account? No. Break the cycle. Because God says, when I bless you, You cannot complete it. You cannot continue a cycle because it will not break down the wall. So that's number three. Glory to God. Oh, my God, my time is up. I'm going to try to finish this right now. Give me a few more minutes. The fourth containment is, and this is a big one for the body of Christ, the fourth containment is a financial containment. Some people are so contained in their finances. That's it. It's time to break bad financial planning. It's time for you to learn how to manage and be good stewards over what God has given you. It's time for you to have more finances than you have. Hear me what I'm saying. God's people are not broke. God's people don't need to borrow because God says we're not borrowers, but we're lenders. God's people, amen, praise God, don't have to rob Peter to pay Paul. God's people don't have to try to go and hunt down a job. Jobs hunt you down. Opportunities hunt you down. but we need to break these financial patterns that only give us enough to pay our bills. And then after that, we don't have anything left. We can't enjoy life after that. After that, we have to sit there, amen, and pinch off of this and pinch off of that. That says your financial patterns of being broke are over. Learn how to multiply money. Get into some management money classes. Get into some places that are teaching you how to produce finances, how to have multiple streams of finances. Get into places that teach you how to invest. I'm talking real talk. It makes no sense for you to keep on saying that God's going to bless my finances, but you're not seeking the the, um, the places that will teach you and show you how to be empowered in your finances. Yes, God is going to bless your finances, but he wants you to get, amen, to places that will give you resources on how you can begin to multiply in your finances. This is the season where God wants to release to you the overflowing abundance of finances. I feel it right now that somebody is Somebody right now is supposed to be managing money. 
somebody right now. Amen. Glory to God. There's a wall that is blocking the finances that God has for you. You're supposed to be a multi-billionaire. I hear it in the spirit realm. And so God says, yes, you're supposed to be the one that are going to build the whole block with homes that you own, daycares, home care centers, accountants. Glory be to God. Beauty shops and barbershops foot massages, massage places, food pantries, real estate people. Jesus. Psalmist. Musicians. Scientists. I'm talking big people on this line today. Glory to God. In other words, there is something in you that you have not been using and utilizing that will bring you great wealth. The longer you sit on it, the poor you're going to be. When you discover what's in your house, when you discover what's in you, you're going to start connecting with people that are going to help you to get to the place of overflow. I don't know what's wrong with the body of Christ where they think that they're not supposed to um, talk about money and they're not supposed to. He said the, the, the root of evil, money is the root of all evil. If you focus on money, but, but God is not telling you to focus on money. He's saying that the money that I have for you, that you have the capability of producing this money. You need to have a financial understanding of how to keep the flow going. Some of you have been blessed to be great cooks, but you're sitting down on it. Some of you have been blessed, amen, praise God, to just be able to help people, but you're sitting down on it. Your financial patterns have to change. You cannot go around here getting on everybody's prayer line saying, pray for me, my finances are all messed up. You got to get to the people and get to the places that can show you and teach you how to produce money. And that's one of the things that we're doing in our visionary classes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We're going to teach the people how to produce money. We're bringing in people that are going to talk to them about how to produce money. So the difference between this visionary group in the world is that when we get this money, we're not going to just use it all on ourselves, but we're going to build the kingdom of God with it. We're going to build houses and land for people. We're going to bless people. We're going to, we're going to produce things. We're going, to, we're going to have this money to multiply and multiply and multiply. We're not just going to take it and bank it and we just start looking good. No, we're going to start helping and blessing and teaching others how to be blessed. So we need to bring down the wall of financial limitations. Bring it down. Bring it down. Invest in something. Open up, amen, a restaurant. Amen. Open up a gym class. Open up a, 
uh, exercise class. Amen. Open up a healthy eating uh, workshop. Do something with the skills that God has given you. Your hands are blessed. God has given you something to do, and it is your financial breakthrough. Don't sit on it. My God. In the name of you, I know I'm talking to some people because people are texting me saying, you're talking to me, you're talking to me. Amen. Praise God. I thank God for the text messages that are coming in. Amen. Praise God. So listen, oh, my God. Two more things. Uh, there is a um, containment of just church. The next thing is that we got to break the pattern of just church patterns, you know, just just going to church and not not doing anything with what what we're learning at church, which is going into the building. We're routinely doing the same thing. We're coming out talking about how the message made us feel good, but there is no shift, no elevation, no moving forward. We're still broke. We're still hurt. We're still traumatized. We're still wounded. Uh, we're still uh, 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 dealing with addictions. We got to break church patterns of just going into the house of God for a time of entertainment. Go to get the word of God downloaded in you and use it. Amen. So that's the last thing we kind of touched on before. There's a containment of family alignment. Our families are way out of alignment. The children are doing what they want to do, young and old. Amen. Praise God. Uh, husbands and wives are doing what they want to do. Amen. The home and the family has been unsanctified. We need to get sanctification back into our homes. There's a containment that homes are just not moving. Homes are not developing. Homes are not coming together. The mama is not being the mama anymore. The daddy's not the daddy anymore. The children are being the parents. The wife, amen, is not being submissive to the husband. The husband is not, amen, praise God, heading the home anymore. Everybody is just kind of living up under the house, and everybody's kind of doing what they want to do, how they want to do it. There's no peace, no love, no intimacy, no anything in the house that you're living in. we got to bring sanctification back into our families. Our families have been infected with diseases. We need to begin to get diseases out of our homes. Pick a time of the week where you have family prayer and make sure your entire family is right there in the middle of that sanctuary of that living room ready for prayer or whatever room you choose to pray in. If you have to do it on a teleconference line, do it on a teleconference line. If they can't come to your home, say, look, this family is going to be a house of prayer. Do it for a whole month and see what God does for your family. My God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 30 days, your family can be turned around if you stick to that one day of prayer out of the week. That's four times a month of praying together in your family, with your children, in, in-laws, whoever wants to come to the family prayer. My God, in the name of Jesus. Anyway, it's time to take our lives to the next level. 
it's time for the walls to come down. My God. Listen, my time is up. I went over my time. So I'm just going to ask you to stay on the line. We're going to pray. Amen. I'm going to give the announcements. For those of you that missed the announcements in the beginning, please remain on the line. Father God, we thank you for the word. We thank you for this time of worship. We thank you for this time of prayer. We thank you, Lord God, for the gathering of those that came to hear your word. We ask, God, that you continue to open up their ears that they will hear what the Spirit has to say to them. Thank you for your blessings, God. Thank you for your word, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Thank you so much for coming to the Message of Christ Church. Amen. Again, I am Sylvia Staples. Sylvia Staples, I'm the senior pastor of the Message of Christ Church. Amen. Praise God. And I invite you back Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. I invite you back every Monday at 7 o'clock p.m. for Miracle Monday. And I invite you back every Sunday at 8 o'clock a.m. for Bible study. Amen. Come on back and join us any of those times that you can. We certainly appreciate you coming, and we thank God each and every time you stop by our broadcast. Amen. Praise God. Don't forget to join me. Amen. Praise God. Um, on uh, January the 26th, January the 26th, that's a Friday, the fourth Friday in January, I want you to join me at um, Apostle uh, Simpkins and uh, Apostle Simpkins and Pastor Maddie Simpkins, amen, praise God. Their ministry is on the west side of Chicago. The address is 1405 North Luna Avenue, 1405 North Luna Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60651. Listen, I have an awesome word that's burning in my belly for the people. Please come on out. Please come on out and join this broadcast, amen. This time of gathering is going to be completely off the chain. Amen. I have a word of prophecy for you that is going to knock you off your feet. Amen. So you must be there. Amen. Praise God. I'm going to be prophesying and praying, praying over the people. Amen. As the Spirit leads me. Amen. I feel the staring up of God. Amen. In the place. So I need you to meet me there at 7 o'clock p.m. 1405 North Luna Avenue at 7 o'clock p.m. on the fourth Friday in January. If you have any questions, you can call our ministry at 773-609-2071 and we'll give you whatever your, we'll try to answer whatever your question is. But here's the address. Enter in on the side of the building, side of the building. Do not go to the front doors, the side of the building to the back. Amen. Side of the building to the back. They will not answer you at the front door. You will just be out there ringing bells and knocking on doors. They're only going to answer on the back door, on the side, all the way to the back. Amen? Praise God. Please remember that. Amen. First, I don't forget to sow your first fruit seed. Amen. We have three months, January, February, and March. The end of March will be the last month. Some people are sowing monthly a big seed. They're dividing their seed up. And some people are just sending their seed in one big seed offering for the beginning of the month. You have three months to get your first fruit seed in. Amen. Praise God. I tell you, uh, those of you that sold into the exit seed, you, I, knew, I know you were truly blessed. Amen. And so we're looking forward to you sowing into the, the beginning of the month. Amen. The first fruit seed offering. Amen. Praise God. That will begin to grow. Amen. Praise God. In your life for this season. Amen. Praise God. So get the seed in the ground. Amen. Praise God. So you can begin to see things grow. 
Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, if you desire prayer, we can be reached at 773-609-2071. Amen. That is our prayer line. Leave a message on our prayer line, and our prayer intercessors will be surely, they will get your prayer request, and they will pray for you. Amen. Praise God. So please leave your, your prayer request on our voicemail, and someone will get, uh, we will have our prayer team to pray over your prayer request. Amen. Please order your coasters. I'm asking everybody to just order one coaster, just, amen, for a gift for somebody. So a first fruit coaster into somebody's life for the beginning of this year. Amen. Please I get a coaster, amen, sent out, amen, to somebody for a first fruit seed into their life. Amen. Praise God. I'm still uh, doing the prayer shawls. If you desire a prayer shawl, call a prayer banner, a prayer pillow. Amen. Praise God. Amen. We're going to ask you, please, um, to get your order in. Get your order in. Amen. You can call me to place your order. Text me to place your order. Uh, you can email me at messageofchristatyahoo.com. Don't forget your prayer pillows. Amen. Praise God. All of those things are still available for you. Please, I'll try to have some at Amen. Praise God. The event. Amen. Praise God. At the end of the month. But also don't forget our fellowship times. Our fellowship times are the first Saturday and the fourth Saturday of every month. Amen. Praise God. The first Saturday will be at 1130 a.m. to 2 o'clock p.m. And the fourth Saturday fellowship will be at 3 p.m. to 7 o'clock p.m. If you need the addresses of either one of those locations. Amen. Praise God. You can, you can uh, text us. Amen. Praise God. And we will um, make sure that we get you the um, addresses. The first Saturday um, uh, fellowship is going to be at the Humble Park Library. Amen. Praise God. So please join us there. Amen. Praise God. Um, we will have the address for you. Amen. Praise God. On next week. Amen. Praise God. But it has been it has been finalized, amen, praise God. And so we want you to, uh, for the first, uh, first Saturday in, the first Saturday in uh, February is going to be at um, the Humble Park Library, amen, praise God. So we'll begin to get you that address, amen, real soon. Amen. Praise God. Amen. But um, remember the fourth Saturday fellowship is in Death Plains, Death Plains, Death Plains. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Death Plains. So please um, try to get to the, these fellowships. They're awesome and powerful. We look forward to seeing you. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Listen, God bless you. God bless you. And at this time, our broadcast is now over, but I look to hear your comments and questions. Our comments, not too many questions, but comments and testimonies on Testimony Tuesday tomorrow, Testimony Tuesday. If you would like to send your testimonies to our, our text message or email, you can also do that about today's broadcast. Amen, 773-609-2071. Amen. Praise God. At this time, our broadcast is now over. Remember in the morning at 6 o'clock a.m. is Testimony Tuesday. Come back and join us at 6 a.m. sharp. God bless you. We love you. We love you. We love you. Amen. Praise God. And we thank God for you. At this time, our broadcast is now over. God bless you and goodbye.
Goodbye.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.